0: So, have I told you what my Google Chrome homepage is before? No. So, my Google Chrome homepage has been the same for many years now. I I think I started this in college when I first saw it recommended, which is the the can URL. Yeah, can I make one guess?
1: Yeah, can sure. make one guess? Is it AOL.com?
0: Very good guess, but not quite. It's actually AIM. Oh. <laughs> MSN Messenger. <laughs> Yahoo. <laughs> uh, so uh, someone online recommended, hey, here is the URL for a random Wikipedia article. And every time that page opens up, it redirects you to a random article. And so every time I open up a new Chrome window, it just goes to some random Wikipedia page. And so I would like to share with you the not... This one is not particularly interesting. Sometimes I get something interesting. Uh, But this one is Bill White, parentheses, Bob Slay.
1: Bob Slay?
0: Yes. And so I can uh, read you the entirety of this uh, entry because it's two sentences. Oh. Bill White born December 6th, 1959, is an American bobsledder. He competed in a four-man event at the 1988 Winter Olympics. Hmm. And that's it.
1: <laughs> oh, bobsleigh is another word for bobsled. Yeah, like a
0: sleigh. Like Santa's sleigh? You don't call it yeah, yeah. sled.
1: Well, you could.
0: But I feel I feel like a sleigh, in my mind, like the differentiator, this may not be corroborated anywhere but in my mind a sleigh has like runners you know like it has two metal runners on the bottom and that's what's contacting the snow versus a sled has like where you are sitting is basically the part that's entirely contacting the snow or surface Mm -hmm. that's what it is in my mind I'm sure that's not actually true at all and there's no like reason for that distinction but in my mind uh that's what it would be. Mm-hmm. Although it would be kind of funny to just introduce that as like a new thing. You just go to some suburb during the winter and be like, hey, kids, you want to go slaying? Right now that I say that out loud, I didn't really think about how that would sound out loud.
1: <laughs> want to go sl- <laughs>
0: slay the hills?
1: Yeah. I feel like. <laughs> feel you like know, that one's going to get too trouble Never mind. somehow. Uh, so a separate topic, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that's like when you go play D&D. That's fair.
0: What? <laughs> Just oh, okay. slaying. That's slaying right. dragons hey, and there stuff. There you go. There you go. Um so uh, there was a momentous event on Thursday? Friday? I don't remember what day it was of this week this past week it was a first it was a mark first Mm. i decided for no real good reason to uh, have my first legitimate cup of coffee
1: wow okay
0: and uh, (laughs) (laughs) so the thing with coffee is i've always not particularly enjoyed this smell. I think I've gotten used to the smell these days. It doesn't like bother me like it used to. Um, but at any time I've tasted coffee, I think, I mean, I've never liked the taste, but part of that is definitely that it's always unexpected. I never want it when it comes. <coughs> like it's almost always something. I'm super excited to have this really good chocolate something. And then there just happens to also be coffee in it that I wasn't aware of. Mm. And that really throws me off. So I decided kind of on a whim. I think I think actually the, the deciding factor was all this past week, I was kind of pushing myself to finish some curriculum work that I do on the side. I, I just needed to get it done. I also, due to various events that happened last week, all good events, but I just didn't get a lot of sleep. Like, there were several mm-hmm. nights where Aaron and I stayed up, like, on work nights way later than I normally ever would to do something with some people. And then I, like, woke up at my regular time, if not a little earlier. Mm-hmm. And so I was just very tired. And so I finally, I needed to get some work done on an, on a in some afternoon, evening, whatever. I went to a local coffee shop called Phil's. And the thing about Phil's is that their menu is pretty simple. They just have a bunch of different roasts of coffee and they don't refer to anything as like, you know, they don't have Starbucks lingo. You know, they Mm -hmm. don't, they do not have, maybe if you asked for something like a cappuccino or a latte, you could get it. But by default, the way that you order is I want that coffee and I want this kind of cream or milk and this kind of sugar. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much all they do, as far as I know. Um, I'm sure when Erin hears this in four days, she'll correct me. But that's my current understanding of how it works.
1: She'll be like, oh, you're not supposed to order like that at all.
0: No, that's definitely... She knows that that's how it works. I know that much, for sure. Because they're very specific. Because when I ordered hot chocolate, they asked me, oh, do you want... The way that they say it is they they say, do you want it sweet and creamy?
1: (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Mmm. I like that. I... I want to be asked that question every time I order hot chocolate somewhere.
0: Well, the first time that I went there, I ordered hot chocolate because it was really good hot chocolate. I know it's owned by the same people that own Caribou, <laughs> mm. I think. And I know I'm forgetting again. Aaron and I were debating whether it's Phil's or Pete's that's owned by the same people, but I think it's Phil's. Um, but anyway, it was very good cho- hot chocolate, way better than something like Starbucks. Anyway, so so I I was like. I ordered hot chocolate and they're like, do you want it sweet and creamy? And I'm thinking to myself at first, well, this sounds like the way that I would default to having hot chocolate. I would like my hot chocolate to taste sweet. and I would like it to be like foamy and creamy. Of course, I would like it sweet and creamy. But instead, I I smartly asked, what does that mean? (laughs) Because I don't know. And they said, well, the sweet part is we put like a scoop of brown sugar in it. Oh, and the creamy yeah. part is we add like just straight up cream whatever you know you can you can mm-hmm. adjust it um, and I, d- I actually declined the hot chocolate was still very good but I was like I don't feel like I need a scoop of sugar in my hot chocolate <laughs> oh. but anyway what about
1: the so what were the like were there other options then like could you have had like so spicy and cold
0: no so what you can sweet and creamy is like their default like maximum amount of creamer of some variety whether Ah. that is actual cream or like two percent milk or oat milk or whatever Mm -hmm. and sweet is the maximum amount of sugar of your choice whether that's brown sugar or white sugar Mm. or splenda or honey or whatever right and so you can just say oh i want light cream and no sugar or something like that mhm so i said the first time that i went there for coffee i'm looking at their many roasts that they have up there and i went for one called filtered soul which is a hazelnut blend it sounded like a good place to start um and so i got that i think i got i don't remember if i got it sweet and creamy or if i just got it with like oat milk or something um, but the way that I described it, uh, once I told Aaron about this event, I think I said something to the effect of, well, the thing is when I had the coffee was that it smelled and tasted like coffee,
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but at the same time, it wasn't nearly as bad as my brain makes it out to be like, just like the first time I had beer or the first time I had whiskey, it's like shocking to me. Even the first time I had, like, unsweetened iced tea, it's just, like, a very different thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the the big thing for me is, like, part part of it is when I go to a, a coffee shop and I get hot chocolate or really anything that I'll enjoy that I know that I'll enjoy, it's, like, super sugary, and I drink it really fast. Mm-hmm. And that's not always for the best. So I was like, well, coffee, you know, I can kind of sip at it, and that's that's nice at least, like it'll take me a while to finish this and so that at least encourages me to like stay here to get my work done uh but what i'm still not convinced of is that i just still don't drink a lot of caffeine Mm -hmm. it was interesting i just felt like it was worth trying at some point it's like i'm an adult now i can just if i claim that i don't like this thing i can at least try it and have an informed opinion like we talked about last week you know Mm -hmm. an informed apathy towards coffee yeah and I feel like that's where I'm at. Like, if someone legitimately offered coffee, it's like, hey, just try this fancy coffee, I would be like, I'm not going to turn it down now. Like, I've had a cup or two now. And it's like, yeah, this was like fine. You know? Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like rearing and ready for a cup a day or something like that. Okay. I went there again on, well, yesterday morning, actually. I needed to. I just, there's a little bit more of this curriculum work, a little bit easier work, but I just wanted to get it done. And so I went back to Phil's and this time I ordered a coffee again. I was like, let me try this again. Uh, I think whatever, no, the first time I got it sweet and creamy. I know that. And the second time I was like, let me just try this with oat milk. Cause that sounds good. I know that I like oat milk with stuff. So let's just do like some amount of oat milk. See if that makes a difference. And I actually think I liked that better for whatever reason. Um, mm-hmm. But then I also got a cinnamon roll, right?
1: <laughs> as, with,
0: as with most coffee shops, you have to say your name. You know, they write your name on things, whatever. So I get my cinnamon roll in a little baggie and my drink with my name on it. Or they both have my name on it. And I had to immediately judge the cashier for using the wrong default spelling of Mark. They went with M-A-R-C. Which I'm never a fan of because I think I've met one person in my life who spells their name that way. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I think the, a previous time they've asked me how to spell it, which is like, at least you ask. Like, if you're unsure and you want to get it right, then just ask. That's fine. You know, a K or a C. Mm-hmm. And I can say, oh, it's with a K. But if you're not going to ask, M-A-R-K is obviously the correct default. And they got it wrong. So whatever. I sit down. I start doing my work. I start. I start... Uh, getting at the cinnamon roll, which looks awesome. Looks like a very great cinnamon roll. It's warm, uh, flaky, like very good, like dense dough as well. Uh Uh, I take my first bite and I was like, oh, that's kind of curious. There's like stuff inside of this. And I like uh, unwrap it a little bit more and there's raisins in my cinnamon roll. (laughs) What the? And nowhere. I, I like, I like saw this. And I was like, well, oh, and I tried what some with the raisins monster. and I was like, this is not horror. This, this isn't that bad. Like no. raisins, I just don't like it when it's unexpected. So I was frustrated no, at that. But so I quickly okay. checked. I like, I went online and tried to find their menu and then I just looked at the bag and sure enough, it just says cinnamon roll. Nowhere does it say cinnamon roll with raisins. It's like, you have to make me aware of this. This is such a non-standard way of doing things. You can't just do it, you know? So it, w- it was definitely off-putting. I will admit, I would definitely get the cinnamon roll again. It was actually really good, but on principle, very frustrated. Yeah. So, I'm not going to make cinnamon rolls myself and put raisins in them and not tell people. Because uh, I have, you know, standards and and morals and ethics and all that sort yeah. of stuff, but...
1: You're not a monster.
0: No, I try not to be.
1: Why Why would you put raisins in a cinnamon roll? Like... I don't know, man. It's not a it's a cinnamon raisin roll.
0: Yep. I I feel like raisins uh, would go better in like a pecan, a caramel pecan roll. Like yeah. you're already putting stuff on that, might as well just toss some raisins in among those pecans. Like that makes sense. It's like a trail mix bun.
1: Mhm. But it's just a, a cinnamon something roll with, like Yeah, with like heter heterogeneous texture. Yeah. But like a cinnamon roll has fairly homogeneous texture. It should and now you're just adding in little <laughs> Well and the thing balls is that of it was stuff.
0: And it was wrapped up in such a way that my first bite had no raisins in it. Like once I found the point of entry on the cinnamon roll, no raisins on that. It wasn't until after I'd ripped off that first bit that I saw the raisins. And then of course there's a bunch I of raisins ripper. on the bottom. But when it when it's just sitting like normal, there's literally no way to see that there are raisins.
1: They didn't have... See, because if I was putting raisins in a cinnamon <laughs> roll, I'd be, like, decorating them with it.
0: Like, yeah, or, no, there's nothing on top. Like if, like, if there had been, maybe I still would have bought it, but at least I would have been an informed buyer.
1: Yeah. why, Why? Why you do this? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, like, buyer beware. Maybe uh, it's just a San Francisco thing. Who knows? Maybe they don't put raisins in their cinnamon rolls in other states.
1: They don't. They're not <laughs> monsters. Cool. How furious would you be if you got yourself like a package of like Pillsbury cinnamon rolls and there were raisins in it? <laughs> I would be pissed. Yeah, I would write a strongly worded tweet from the Comical Start Twitter page <laughs> and try to start some beef. I could tweet at them right now. No,
0: don't do that. I'm going to. It's too late. Okay. At.
1: But you enjoyed the cinnamon rolls Like you can't
0: No I'm just going to say I'm going to politely say Do your cinnamon rolls have raisins Although It was really good Not saying that Your cinnamon rolls Contain
1: Raisins How big of a company is Pete's I've never actually heard of
0: this
1: Oh (laughs) why did I say
0: Pete's Well because I mentioned Pete's earlier there's two, uh, Pete? like... Pete's is bigger, for sure, than Phil's. Pete's is, like, somewhere between a caribou and a Starbucks.
1: Is it P-H or F?
0: P P H I L Z is Phil's.
1: Oh, my gosh, this is my type of place. Got a Z in the name?
0: Like Zorba's. Phil's Coffee.
1: <laughs> I, I'm i liking you more and more, Phil's. Ugh.
0: Alright, I've t- I've tweeted Phil's, it's official.
1: <laughs> oh, like, they're small enough, they got, th- like, five cities they're in.
0: Yeah, man. No, I'm pretty sure that it's, like, it's
1: gotta San be... San Fran, LA, San Diego, DC, and Chicago. Are the things listed on their website?
0: <laughs> the Wikipedia page. Phil's Coffee is an American coffee company and coffeehouse chain based in San Francisco and is considered a major player in third-wave coffee. <laughs>
1: This just makes me think of Ska.
0: I know. That's exactly what I was thinking.
1: What is third wave uh, coffee? I'm going there right
0: now to figure it out. So Phil's is independent. It is, so Pete's is the one that's owned by the same people as Caribou. <sighs> uh, third wave coffee is a movement in coffee marketing, emphasizing high quality. Beans are typically sourced from individual farms and are roasted more lightly to bring out their distinctive flavors. Though the term was coined in 1999, the approach originates in the 1970s.
1: Okay. We're, what What's first and second wave coffee? That's what I'm, I'm trying um, to find. Because I don't think those are
0: things. I can't find any of that. Oh, never mind. In the first wave of coffee, coffee consumers generally did not differentiate between origin or beverage type. Mm. Instant coffee, grocery store, canned coffee, and diner coffee were all hallmarks of first wave coffee focuses on low price and consistent taste. The second wave is generally credited to Pete's Coffee and Tea of Berkeley, California which in the late 1960s began artisanal sourcing, roasting, and blending with a focus on highlighting countries of origins and their signature dark roast profile. Uh, Pete's inspired the founders of Starbucks. Uh, Second wave introduced the concept of different origin countries, blah 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 blah. Basically pointing out the fact that like hey, your stuff comes from somewhere.
1: Yeah. And then so third it's, wave it's like is like specialty. like like wine. That's more third like
0: wave. It's and annoying. I feel like second wave was more like beer, like, like with the craft beer industry. Okay. Like when we went from Budweiser to like, oh no, there's like more to it than just this one kind of beer. Yeah. And then third wave is like the grapes that you use, you know?
1: Yeah. Second, <laughs> I guess, second wave is... There's more than just loggers. There's a second type, IPAs.
0: Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure there's parts. And it's definitely, the thing is that IPAs are the ones that are probably in third wave, right? Because they're the ones who focus so heavily on like, oh yes, we like specifically sourced these hops from, you know, a two square foot region of Kentucky. Uh,
1: (laughs) Yeah. And then we put Citra hop in everything.
0: Exactly so that that's what that's what i think but there you go third wave coffee <laughs> brought to you by phil's
1: thanks phil's not a sponsor
0: i didn't know if they started in san francisco number of locations can you guess uh,
1: 27 69
0: no way yep that's what wikipedia says unless it hasn't been updated Uh, But this was last edited on February 11th, 2022, so it's probably up to date.
1: No, not their website. Let's look at Wikipedia. Where is Wikipedia? Come on. How how is Wikipedia not... Oh, there we go. Third entry. Uh, Is it in the Wikipedia page? Oh, 69. Nice.
0: We have Fraz of Fraz fame sitting on a hill alongside... uh, some other person. I think it's a a girl probably around his age. They're sitting on a grassy knoll, uh, but not that grassy knoll probably. And <laughs> Fra- Fraz is the saying, heck? Fraz sitting on his knees is reflecting days like this are the best. we, you know, close zoom into his face, the blue sky in the background. When you look for shapes and clouds, and all you can find is the occasional worm with rigor mortis. And the uh, uh, woman is saying, I'm not sure a jet trail is technically a cloud. And Fraz, now leaning back, arms behind his head, is saying, I'm not sure that's technically my point. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the sort of sass that you would give.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, so first thing, Oh, we have
0: some feet shaming going on in the comments.
1: Whoa.
0: Top comment from Dayo. You'd expect Fraz to be a better swimmer with feet like those.
1: Well, that's not feet shaming. I think it is. (laughs) I think it's swim shaming with a foot compliment.
0: (laughs) I'll teach their own. As someone with large feet, I take it as an insult. As someone, both as someone with large feet and someone with large feet who's a very bad swimmer.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, When you said feet shaming in the comments, I definitely thought I was going to scroll down in the comments. and It was going to be like this big thread about like something sketchy (laughs) feet related. No, no, no.
0: No. Okay. So what's going on here?
1: Okay. First, first question. Are jet trails clouds?
0: um meteorologically no
1: well what's a cloud
0: well, i said meteorologically
1: meteorologically uh, what's a cloud
0: i don't know uh, condensed air that's formed naturally in the atmosphere
1: um <laughs> uh, oh so this gosh. is the thing right no no we're we're going on a different direction do you know what pisses me off what the fact that these days you google the word cloud what comes up first? What comes up first?
0: Oh, it's software, obviously. Cl- Cloud computing. Yeah, Not man. Not
1: clouds. How?
0: <sighs> well, what if you search clouds? What if you just add an S to it? I bet you that'll solve it. Yep.
1: <laughs> okay, it's all better. And uh, a movie from, ooh, drama musical from 2020.
0: Yeah, I see that. The bio- biographical romantic musical drama teen film. <laughs>
1: ooh. <laughs>
0: Man, maybe hit thi- maybe single this that I've is- never
1: heard of clouds. Maybe
0: this is episode 200.
1: <laughs> Yo. Uh, I feel like some of these people look like I could know them. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, that's funny. Um, um
0: so uh, so according to li- Wikipedia in meteorology a cloud is an aerosol consisting of a visible mass of, of minute liquid droplets, boom. frozen crystals or other particles suspended in the atmosphere.
1: They're real clouds.
0: Uh, But no, I mean, I think I have a feeling that, like, a cloud can, like, it can be used as a super general term. Like, you can say, like, even though there are better words in cases, in in certain cases, um, but, like, you could refer to a mass of things moving in a cloud-like fashion as a cloud of blank. Like you could say something, oh, like a cloud of locusts or something, even though like people would just say a swarm. I don't know. I'd say a jet trail is not a cloud. Because I agree with this person that if I'm if I'm looking at clouds, there was always a distinction of like, oh, that's a jet trail. Okay. Like I don't know. That that's my take.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um <laughs>
0: Please tell me you have more than just our jet trails clouds. <laughs>
1: well, so I'm trying to decide if I want to argue about this more. Or if I feel, I feel like it's better to just move on.
0: Um, I mean, you do you, man. I can
1: like, it normally doesn't turn out. For I can me. die on this
0: grassy. knoll.
1: It, it normally doesn't turn out well for me when you're wrong. Um, because you control the edit. Uh, so, cause it's just the Mark show over here. Um,
0: you don't listen back. You have no idea what happens. You don't know show. that I don't
1: listen back.
0: I do know.
1: You don't know I that know I don't that listen you have back a show to auto
0: download just like I do. You look at the title and then you say, "Oh, okay." <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, normally, I don't say, "Oh, okay." <laughs> Mentally, normally, normally I go.
0: <laughs> I'll take that.
1: The the exhale out little, of the nose.
0: I'll take a little chuckle.
1: Well, well that's well,
0: all I go for for these titles.
1: Little nostril exhale on my on my Friday mornings is normally when I see them.
0: See, but you also don't get. To, I've increasingly been trying to uh, like I tweet I still tweet every week I've been actually pretty good about doing that Um, I don't know if you notice that but I don't I you know I I typically try to reference something else from the episode when I do that oh or I might just tweet an alternative title idea that I had but in this case this is not one that I did but last week's episode the first big oopsie Mm mm-hmm I was telling Aaron that when I wrote down that episode title, like in hindsight, I had kind of wanted to make this joke in the moment, but it just, you know, the timing went by and it wasn't worth it. But I was thinking to myself, that is a really funny way that someone could refer to like original sin. (laughs) This is the first big oopsie.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Next time I talk about original sin in like a, like theological context Which might never happen. I'm going to call the first big oopsie. I
0: hope so. Um, I want to as well.
1: Actually, no, I I think this will come up eventually. I have a few friends who are involved enough in theological things that if Mm -hmm. I I could steer the conversation that way easily and they would take the bait right away. Mm Oh, I'm setting a trap. I'm getting ready. Oh, this will be fun.
0: (laughs) Glad I could be of assistance.
1: This is gonna be hours of my life for like very little payoff, and those are I the mean, best types of like things. Yeah, <laughs> we I put agree. so much work into something with very little payoff. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, another no, I'm not gonna try to segue like that. Um, <laughs> no. So getting back to the comic, and so the one okay, the original idea. I had before I started thinking about if uh, jet trails are actually clouds and mm-hmm. learning that Mark's just wrong. Um, I, I was thinking about worms. Okay. but But not, not like worms in the like wormy sort of sense. I was thinking about worms in the like earworm sort of sense, like like songs and stuff that just like stick in your ears or uh-huh. in your head. Because uh, I'm being currently tortured by <laughs> a single line of a song. Um, okay of an improv song from some stupid video I saw on YouTube. Um, and I was just curious if you've had any like earworms really, really get you recently.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I can't say that there's been a song that's been like super stuck in my head. An artist that I keep going back to, which is, I think it's someone that I mentioned. I actually sent you some mm-hmm. a, a thing of his is Corey Wong mm-hmm. and just all the different projects that he's involved with like uh, I keep going back to those. It's the first time that I've spent time on YouTube just like watching like full concerts because mm-hmm. uh, I just find it so engaging. Um, so there's that one song though for the past like month that has been uh, really i've I've been really into um, which is it's part of a greater track record of mine which is when I work specifically on curriculum stuff, even like when I was doing it full time, I often only had like one album that I would listen to on repeat while doing like some mindless part of the curriculum work. Like I'd have to sit down and like really focus and plan out what was what I was going to write. And I wouldn't listen to anything for that. I need like silence if I'm actually thinking. But then once mm-hmm. I'm in the mode of okay, I have everything more or less planned out. Now I'm just committing this into like a format that is correct. I'm, I, I learned that putting music on repeat helps. And I typically only choose a single album and just repeat it ad nauseum. And so the mm. album that I've been listening to for this last cycle of curriculum work over the last month has been Room on Fire by The Strokes. But the specific song on there, I think most of the album is kind of like fine, but one song on it is called Reptilia, which I think is just, like, a total hit. Like, I think it's so good. It's just really catchy to me. Um, so, if you're... I'm assuming you've heard at least some songs from The Strokes, even if you don't know if you've heard some songs from, songs from The Strokes. Yeah. Uh, but, like, you know, they're kind of like a... Not, like, punk, but, like, it's just... It's like a... It's something like a, that's
1: gonna overlap with my music taste, and I've definitely heard.
0: Yeah, it's like a it's like an indie rock band that's kind of like heavy rock, similar to like early '60s rock, where nothing about it is complicated. Every guitar mm-hmm. part is like pretty boring. <laughs> the drums are just like a really basic. Like the, nothing is like that mm-hmm. interesting. Like it's not like AC/DC or Guns N' Roses, like going crazy. Uh, it's really basic and yet it's just so engaging for some reason. And reptilia in particular, I think is just a phenomenal song. So that's the one that's stuck in my head. Although, going back many months, I, I have to ask you, have you watched Inside yet?
1: <laughs> oh, God. No, I haven't.
0: That's okay. But uh, as you can imagine, as with most Bo Burnham stuff, there's lots of stuff in there that can just, like, totally hook you.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, I haven't watched Inside, but what I have, I have watched...
0: Did you watch Welcome to the Internet, I assume? Yes. And I've... Okay.
1: I've watched Welcome to the Internet so many times.
0: <laughs> yeah, so has the world, apparently.
1: <laughs> no, I'm like a significant uh percentage of the views. Yeah. Cause the uh the like I don't know what it is. The the style of the song is something that first of all, I listened to the song and I very much enjoyed it. Um but the because what if it, it's not a it's to po- you like, you'd be the first uh, welcome what's, to the internet
0: take a seat would you like if to you
1: see? had to assign it something seriously no i understand what you're saying that
0: it, it, it is like a 1 2 sort of thing like yeah. that's why you're thinking of it as like a polka it's obviously not a polka it's not uh, but it it's, <laughs> yeah i I'm, I'm trying to put my
1: finger on it as well
0: it's um, a type of
1: song that i can just like turn on in the background and like i won't even notice that it's just constantly repeating because it's already constantly repeating in itself and so it won't annoy me to just listen to it like 10 times in a row
0: for sure um i'm trying to see if there's like if anyone is classifying it in any useful way
1: online it's like a not like a circus thing, but like
0: honestly, that's as good of a at <sighs> least for the main part before it gets yeah. real slow and stuff. But I think that actually yeah. is a really good descriptor. Is like a circus song. Yeah, like it has that feel because there's like a vibra slap it and stuff like that at some point. Like it's <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: a slide whistle. I think um, that's a good one. That's a good song. Yeah. Have you Have you watched the new Brian David Gilbert video yet? <laughs> no, I
1: haven't.
0: Okay, I'm gonna send it to you so you can watch it. Okay. It's he 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 gets on a good streak of like pretty short videos. Um so this one is only a minute and a half. Okay. But is very good. There you go. You should watch it right now and let me oh, know when you started it.
1: W- watch it right now? Okay. Yeah. Man. Gotta, oh my gosh. See Okay.
0: <laughs> let me know I'd- when it's going.
1: No, I don't want to admit that I'm like watching YouTube videos over. So I started watching or listening to Reptilia on like very low volume. And I was like, oh, uh, okay. And it it immediately is one of those songs where it's like, oh my gosh, I've listened to this like 50 times in my life. And I just didn't know the name of the song. Gotcha. Because yep. it's in like a playlist that I listen to. Gotcha. Uh, it is starting with a Hertz commercial. I'll let you know when it actually starts. All right. Um. Oh my gosh. It's a 15 second commercial. Classic. And it's unskippable. The cry, not what you want. Started. In my hand, I wish that I could wear hats without something to recall. I wish that I could wear hats without looking anyway at i don't like videos so, like
0: that it's so contemplative
1: i don't like videos like that at all not at
0: all i wish that i could wear hats without looking any way at all
1: i hate stupid youtube videos that i have trouble claiming they are not like a form of art
0: <laughs> that's just why i look like, like watching his stuff like he compresses so much into so little um i also follow him on patreon so he he had a 50 minute like making of video that he made explaining like the various decisions or just happenstances that went into making that video like how he decided to make it the way that he did Mm -hmm. Uh, which was just very fascinating so like it's Mm. it's fun because it's always fun when you know you go through high middle school high school analyzing like literature and you're like this is a bunch of bull crap, you know, (laughs) like, yeah, sure. We can like pull out the big themes like that all makes sense. Of course they were trying to write about something, you know, Mm -hmm. but it feels very disingenuous to like assume that all this is correct. And then you see someone very seriously actually just being like, Oh yeah, these are all the decisions that I made while doing this in a one and a half minute video. And then it feels a little bit more realistic that subconsciously or not, uh some of the analysis is at least worth considering Mm-hmm. so
1: oh <laughs> oh no okay what oh that's just like we're on a track to go somewhere that like i've wanted to talk about for a while but we don't have time like we need an episode for it so i'll just put it in the back burner and That That back back burner
0: that... It'll hopefully get found again. That stays lit um, uh, an amazingly long time.
1: (laughs) The, the, uh... Oh, no, I don't know enough, like, mythology. The, what's the fire that goes forever? Who, who's the fire tender? Anyways, uh, you you know who isn't the fire tender in mythology? It's that new Carl Smell by Carl Skank... (laughs) Nope. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> by Carl Scanberg. There you go. Oh, uh, that new I oh I I haven't even read the comic yet, and I already like it. Um, because that new Carl smell is just like that's that's great by Carl Skankberg S- <laughs> Scan Scanberg. Close enough. Um, so <laughs> oh, oh 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 I feel I feel uh, like I'm being pushed here. Um, so we have a uh, a quintessential tree in a yard with a uh with a tree fort built into it and it's just a very simple tree fort mostly just a platform surrounding a tree and a ladder going up to said platform and there was a kid up in the tree fort and a dad down at the b- base of the excuse me base of the ladder and the kid up in the tree fort Seems like I'm not gonna lie. They look like they're losing their mind, and like they could be on drugs. Um, I know that's not a part of the comic because I've already read the text here as I've been describing, but they look like they are on drugs. So they're just very startled, we'll say, and they exclaim, "Dad, I saw a bug up here that looked like looked like a leaf, and I don't I don't know where it went." And then Dad, down at the base of the ladder, being the O.E.'s uh, reassuring and comforting parent, says, That was a shape-shifting bug, honey. One minute it's a leaf, next minute it's a tree fort, and you're inside the bug! And I assume that's why the the girl is looking like she's about to friggin' die.
0: I'm sure it's not helping. (laughs)
1: Like, she looks like she... I know they tried uh i'm assuming carl i assume carl like was trying to draw teeth in it but it made it almost look more like she doesn't have teeth
0: um yeah it does look a little a little odd
1: and like she just just got like holes in her gums left yeah but it definitely does get across like the terror and like frantic nature of what i assume the comics trying to get across Mm mm-hmm I really hope we're talking about, like, the, the structural engineering behind tree forts. You, you've you been on a roll a little bit in guessing what I'm
0: thinking of. Boom! But, like, I specifically wanted to ask, like, what do you think about this style of tree fort? Yo, we should have uh, gotten that so you roast him. <laughs> well, maybe another time. Uh, but yeah, so this one is the kind where it's just sort of a ring around a trunk. Yeah. And you have a base built into the trunk, and then kind of 45 degree angle, 2 by 4s supporting a platform above it. Mm -hmm. As opposed to, I feel like, what is shown in, like, actual popular culture, where it's like, a mangled cool thing amongst the branches, and it's not necessarily evident how it was put up there. Maybe just, you know, everything is nailed directly into the tree or something. I don't know. But yeah, I am curious what you think about this setup.
1: Yeah, so... Uh, first of all, I feel like this is the treehouse—the style of treehouse—that <laughs> oh, dangerous right. book for boys. Yeah, got it right here. Uh, but we're, we're not going to break open the book. Um, oh. I feel like actually, I am going to break open the book while I talk here <laughs> to see if it gives me something intelligent to say. But I feel like this is the style of treehouse of like a dad who's making a treehouse, but is also like very aware of that they don't want their kid like. Smoking or drinking in the treehouse when they're a teenager.
0: Um, <laughs> Very open to the elements.
1: Yeah, because this is this is a treehouse. that's like, yo, we have a treehouse. We can brag to friends that we have a treehouse. Yeah, and we still a fun have space, a treehouse. Safe space. <laughs> it, it is a treehouse. We can claim it's a treehouse, but uh, there's like nothing else along with that.
0: But what it? Yeah, it, it's called a treehouse when it is a tree platform.
1: Yes. Um. But I so the it's as
0: much a treehouse as a jet trail as a cloud. Uh,
1: we're not going to get on to this one. Um, <laughs> the meaning behind your words, I agree with. Uh, <laughs> the actual statement that you made is horse poo poo. <laughs> but so the I still haven't found anything in Dangerous Book for Boys because I'm talking too much. Um,
0: <laughs> I really should get my copy out just so I have it available. Because there so is
1: treehouse stuff in here, isn't there?
0: Yeah. Yeah. There oh, there we go. Look at the table oh my of gosh. contents. Like.
1: That's what I was looking at, but I, I was trying to skim it too quickly, and so I skimmed past it. Okay. Uh, and so before I actually get to the page, what I was thinking of is I thought always the idea with a treehouse is perch, not pin.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: don't know why that like uh, – is that a tautalism or a tautology or something? What's a tautology?
0: That sounds like a mnemonic. A tautology is something that is like tr- basically saying two true statements at the exact same time. Oh, like a simple tautology is okay. like, you know, I am twenty, therefore I am older than nineteen or okay, something that's not like that. A like,
1: uh It just seems like a simple phrase that I don't know where I learned or heard, but. It seems like a good idea when you're building the treehouse is like you want to have it perched up in the tree, not like pinned to the tree. Um, this is like certainly not the worst c- case scenario because it is like perched on something, but it's perched on something that's pinned to the tree, but it's pinned to a good part of the tree, so like feel like it's all right. Uh-huh. But I don't know.
0: Cuz the thing is like looking at this design, I mean you can correct me, you have the book open, but like this is exactly what I remember the dangerous book for boys like it's very showing close. it's yeah, very close. this is it's like this is how you build a simple treehouse.
1: yeah so the dangerous book for boys does not actually have the like the ring around the base of the or the lower part of the tree that mm. the um angled boards are going to though. So the
0: angle boards in the book are just straight into the tree yes
1: right? um and just those those being like Put into the tree with specifically an eight inch hex head screw um, excellent, so like a very very like beefy mechanism to secure it, but so I clearly did not get my ideas about like how to build tree houses from dangerous book for boys, <laughs> I feel like just skimming the pictures yeah um I just <sighs> tree houses are did have you ever like actually had a tree house
0: so my only legitimate exposure to a treehouse is in Max's house that he now lives in that he bought uh, the other year with his partner and there was a treehouse in it and it was so dangerous and gross and old that they tore it down
1: <laughs> Okay.
0: so that's my main experience with a, a treehouse that's not just like a place structure where they call it a quote unquote treehouse that has nothing to do with a tree Mhm. yeah I don't know. Like, I like the idea of a treehouse. I don't think I would ever be capable of building one.
1: Yeah. I like the idea of a treehouse, too. I don't think I'd ever be capable of building one that I'm happy with. Yeah.
0: So this is actually a good idea. Uh, are you... Uh, do you ever watch the... Uh, do you ever watch Dude Perfect in general? I... Not very much.
1: Very, very okay. seldom.
0: So they they have a recurring show called Overtime, which is, for all intents and purposes, a variety show that they do every so often. And one of the segments that they do sometimes is called Get Crafty, which is exactly what you would expect it to be. So I think the original Get Crafty was you have half an hour, build a chair.
1: Oh my gosh, that's I was going to say, that's the last Dude Perfect video that I've seen. Okay, and yeah, I almost build had a, a chair and then we're going to
0: throw it off a balcony and if it survives, it can win. Uh, <laughs> and they've done other things like that, right? Build a something, that's the Get Crafty. And I feel like yeah. build a treehouse would be a hilarious one to see
1: oh no what if they did it with like with like not bonsai but like uh like money trees or something and like popsicle sticks just like a
0: tiny little yeah how much weight can it hold sort of a thing
1: that would be hilarious that's a good one
0: that would be that's a very good idea i like that
1: and i know this this, i know it's like not dude perfect's thing but i feel like there'd be ways to shoot that like cinematically so that it could like you could like mess with perspective and like make them look like they're like real, like, or like tree houses in like a bigger, I don't know. I feel like that could be a fun YouTube video. Yeah.
0: We, uh, we got a side gig now.
1: Oh (laughs) no, let's (laughs) Mark. You're just pushing out the things I want to talk about, but not tonight.